Welcome to the Beautiful Souls Podcast with your host, myself, Danielle Cadwell. I'm an Olympian author, speaker, and coach, and I'm here to dive deeper into all things mindset, manifestation, mission, and yes, some meditation. In 2013, I was an unfit, concussed, and massively self-conscious synchronized swimmer when an opportunity arrived that was well beyond my wildest dreams to begin training for the next Olympic Games. I was terrified. However, I decided to take the biggest leap of my life. I went all in, moving from Canada to Australia and dedicating my life to my sport. On this journey, I made a vow to myself. If I could do it, if I could really make my wildest dreams come true, I would spend the rest of my life sharing what I had learned to help others do the same. So beautiful souls, this podcast is where I fulfill my promise. We'll talk about everything from the energetics of manifestation and the power of self-worth to mindset cultivation and how to step up and into your soul mission. You can think of this time together as kind of like a soul spa, where together we will wash away your fears, massage you with some truth and some love, and spruce you up on the insides with some spirituality. So, are you ready to be rejuvenated from the inside out? Let's dive in. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Beautiful Souls podcast with myself, your host, Danielle Kedwell. I am coming to you from sitting in a beautiful bed, looking out at some mountains as I am here in Whistler right now, and doing this and recording this podcast felt so appropriate with what is true right now in my life. And I feel like it's really in alignment and in integrity with who I am and who I'm striving to become and the message that I share, especially with my clients and my one-on-one clients and my um, group programs is this understanding that it's not about just hard work. It's not about glorifying hustle culture. It's not about grinding ourselves to the bone to achieve our dreams and our goals. Let's completely dismantle that understanding and that belief system. That's the only way to succeed. And I want to also preface this as well, that I, I understand because of cultural, socio and economic circumstances, some people don't have the privilege or the luxury to not work hard. And I, I, I send so much love to them. And, and, but the thing is that most of you guys who I'm speaking to, you, we are n- not those people, right? There's some people that don't have a choice. And I think it's even more important for us to start to dismantle this and for, you know, there to be so many more good people getting a holistically successful and financially successful. So we can start to lift up people in that are in systems um, and in societies are, that are in cultures or are, are parts of this world that need that help that are, don't have the option to not work hard because that's their only way. And I, I, I truly believe that it's so important to get more wealth into the hands of the right people that are going to spread it and circulate it in the right way. But I know in this podcast, I'm not talking to those people. I'm going to be talking to the group of people that might have this mindset that the only way to get ahead is to hustle till you die, to grind, 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 grind to the bone. 
And the reason why this feels really true for me right now is I'm I'm in this phase of my life, which I'm going to share a little bit about where I am in so much more flow because I'm really respecting my mental, emotional, social, um, physical well-being. And I wasn't in that for many years. And even where I am now, like, you know, last week I had, uh, I really don't like using the word busy, but I had a lot on, um, because I knew that I was going away to Whistler for a few days and I wanted to have a little bit more space and time to enjoy and to enjoy Luca's birthday. Um, so I, I just made sure I got lots done last week. Um, and I, I love what I do and I'm really, really, really freaking grateful that it's, it's fun. And there's obviously some things that aren't you know, that you just have to get done. But like, I felt a little bit by the time that I got to, you know, Saturday afternoon, evening, I was like, whoa, okay. I just need to like slow down. And, and now, you know, I took, um, Monday off for Luca's birthday and, um, just had a really slow start to my Tuesday and, and really made sure that I was doing some stuff to nourish myself, um, and slept a little bit longer and, and moved a little bit slower today because I know that my nervous system needs it to help me recalibrate. And it's also what I so deeply believe in because when we come from this space of balancing our dedication to our work and balancing our self care, I truly believe we have so much more holistic, magnetic success at the end of the day. And that's the society, the new way that I want to see. You know, Peter Kelly, um, an incredible author of Earth is Hiring and Stop Missing the Point. Um, she talks about the new way, the new way of, of conscious leaders and how, you know, I believe that this is part of this new way. It's like w- this new way of leading and learning and growing and giving is about this sense of balance, trying to find the balance. Okay. I'm going to talk more about balance in a moment, but you know, like it's not about just grinding and working a hundred hour weeks for years on end to get us to the result. It's about enjoying our life and, and taking moments of presence and taking moments of stillness and caring for our body and our nervous system so that we have more energy to put into the things that freaking matter to the things that we, we want to truly succeed. Because when we put the, you know, and I love talking about energy and it's such a, uh, you know, you're going to call me woo woo, but if you're here, you probably woo woo anyways, right? Um, it's energy we can't see, right? But our eyesight only sees 0.0035% of what actually exists. But you think about the energy that someone is going to put into doing their work when they're rested, when they're excited to show up versus the energy that's going to put someone's going to put into their work when they're depleted, when they're exhausted, when they're on their fifth coffee, when they're on two hours sleep and all of that. And also I understand sometimes we just all have those days. Like I have, I have sometimes have days where you just have long days and you don't have a good sleep and you have to have an extra coffee and that's okay. But I mean, consistently, right? Consistently. And we live in so much of a culture that's still, you know, I think that we're starting, the, the tides are starting to change, but there's still so much glorification of the hustle. 
You know, there's, and I don't want to like, I don't want to blame any companies or anything like that because I think, you know, it's, it's amazing what so many people have done, but like I've, I've watched some, you know, founders of big companies because I really love learning from people that have, have, you know, done incredible things. Talk about how they are having these, you know, multi-million dollar companies, but you know, their health is totally out of whack. Their body is not doing well. They're physically, mentally exhausted. Their mental health is not in a good space. And you get to this point where you're like, is it really worth it? Is it really worth it for you to win, not win, but like bring in these millions of dollars and all this financial success and be feeling that crappy? There's got to be another way. And I truly believe that it doesn't have to be one or the other. It doesn't have to be you work hard and you're successful or you don't work hard and you're not successful. No, 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 no. It doesn't have to be either or we're living in this new way, this new time where it can be and both. You get to take care of your nervous system. You get to take care of your spiritual, emotional, mental well-being, and you get to be successful in your business. But it's about having the discernment of always trying to come back into the sense of balance. And I heard Preston Smiles, um, who's an author and speaker and coach and does lots of amazing things, um, share about this. And this really hit me. He said something along the lines of that he doesn't believe in balance because we're never 100% balanced 100% of the time. However, it's always striving to find balance, but knowing that balance is kind of like trying to grab a cloud. You can reach for it and that's your aim and your goal, but your life is constantly going to be this kind of like, okay, rebalancing, recalibrating. Maybe one week you're resting a lot more and and you realize that you haven't you know, worked out as much. And so the following week you work out a little bit more then you rest a little bit less. Then you realize you haven't been putting as much energy into your work. So then the next week you do that. And it's just constantly trying to refine. It's like a wave, right? We're trying to, you know, find this balance instead of this streamlined, perfect thing, because nothing is perfect. The world isn't perfect. You know, there's always going to be challenges and it's amazing because it'll help us grow. But I think it's really important for us to understand that it's not about the hustle and grind. And it's not about hard work. I really get triggered by hard work. The, the, just the, the glorification of hard work. And I've decided now that I'm calling it dedicated work. I'm going to have dedicated work instead of hard work. And the reason why I get triggered about this as well is because this was me, you guys. I'm speaking from 1,000% lived experience. You know, growing up when I was in my sport of synchronized swimming and, and even in lots of the other things that I did, I was never really like the most, I'm never, I was never like the most intellectually talented in those specific areas because I believe everyone's smart in their own way. Um, and I wasn't necessarily the best at my sport, but one thing that I could hold myself to, and, and this even came down to conditioning from my parents and I love my parents and, and I'm really grateful for what they shared. And it's just, they did the best they could with what they had, but having this understanding, like I used to. I believe the term is like hang my hat on the glorification of me being a hard worker and having good attitude. I can work hard and I'll have a great attitude and that's what's going to get me ahead. Right. And, you know, that's what I did in my sport. I was like, I was going to push the furthest. I was going to push the hardest. And I, in so many ways, that's what got me to where I am today. And I'm really grateful for that experience, but also know that where I'm going in the future is not from the same place that I have been in the past is coming from much more perspective and much more balance because I pushed 
so hard and was busy. Ooh, a girl, I was busy. I loved being busy. Busy, being busy, being busy, being busy. And I'm still doing some deconditioning from that. I do like having like things on in a full life, but I also like balance. And, you know, I, even when I was like in my early years of university, I think I had three jobs and I was going to university, like taking four classes and, you know, have trying to have a social life. And like, I would just have some days where I'd wake up at like 4am and work at from five to nine and then I'd go to university and then I'd coach in the evening. Like I was just like addicted to being busy, but I also was addicted to being busy. You know why? And if you're in a busy addict, you know, maybe this will, um, hit a chord with you because I was terrified of having stillness and I was terrified in the stillness, what would come up in my mind. I was terrified of what would come up in my mind. I was scared of my thoughts. I was scared that in those moments of stillness, if I wasn't doing enough, then I would pull myself apart in my head. You're not enough. You're not worthy. You're fat. You're ugly. You're this. You're that. You're da 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 And my brain would go all these places if I was in enough stillness. I even got to the point, and you know, I realized this in university, like, you know, where I was so scared of having stillness that I would like fill up every moment of my day. If it wasn't with social media, it was with watching TV. It was with working. It was with doing homework or assignments and, or it was with being at uni or talking to someone. I would like never even have a moment of stillness because I was so scared of what would come up because I hadn't dealt with my limiting beliefs and my fears and, and all of those things that I at that point hadn't dealt with. And then when I started dealing with that (laughs) and facing all those things that were terrifying in the, in the closet. But the thing is when we start to put light on the things that are in the closet, we realize they're not so scary anymore. And I started meditating. (sighs) Boy, that was hard at first. Let me tell you, if you have just started meditating, I was looking for one minute meditations. So how much I struggled. It was like going to the battlefield for one minute right now I can sit and, and for a long period of time and I lead meditations, which I love. Um, but I was really scared of stillness. So I kept myself busy and I kept myself working hard. And even when I, you know, moved to Australia to go after this big dream and goal of getting on the Olympic team, I was like, well, I know I'm not the best, but I know I can work hard and I know I have a good attitude. And I did. And I'm really proud of that. But I also, this is not, this is me. This is not my teammates or the sport. Like I was even afraid to rest. You know, I was, I, I, some of my teammates were really good at resting and chilling because rest and recovery is such an important part of being an athlete. And I wasn't that good at it, you know, because I was scared of being still. And even in my, um, you know, last year of, of training, I was, I was training for world championships for, with mixed duet with Ethan, my duet partner, I was working, um, three days a week at a mining company. I was writing my book. I was, uh, also doing my website and doing blogs, I believe at the time. And I was running monthly women's circles called woo Woo Wednesday. And I had just met Luca. So I was trying to do all these like social life things. And I was getting four to five hours sleep a night. Because that's, you know, I was trying to do all the things, exceeded all the things. And even Luca, Luca needs a lot of sleep and I need a little bit less sleep than him. But he was just like, I don't know how you do it. 
I'd like, I would, you know, go all day long, go to bed at 11, wake up at 4am, you know, maybe do a little meditation, then go to training for five and train for a couple hours. And then I'd drive home, change, drive to work all day. And then it was just, it just, it just exhausting. And I, got to this point when I was in my sport as well, when I was reaching the end, you know, another reason why it was important for me to retire at that time, because technically I was, well, pre-corona, I was one year away from the Olympics and, you know, people kind of look at you or like, why would you retire when you're away from the Olympics in the sporting world? Um, That's what people think at at least. And um, my body was exhausted was exhausted. I remember like being in training and just, I couldn't push to the same level I used to be able to. I used to be able to push really hard for a long period of time. And there was just kind of this level and it wasn't a mental, it wasn't like a mental limit. It was like a physical, like my body was like, stop, we're tired, slow the fuck down. And I really felt that. And then I felt by the time I actually retired from my sport, I was kind of on this edge of chronic fatigue very close. Like I think if I kept pushing like that for another six months or a year, it would have really done some permanent damage and moving to Bali, you know, um, post retiring and, and was it really this like healing journey for me as well as starting this business of, of coaching and one-on-one coaching and doing stuff online and, and now a podcast. And I'm kind of, I, I was at this space where I was like, I have to do it differently. I didn't have the energy to work as freaking hard as I did when I went to the Olympics. I did, I didn't, I, I didn't have that much to give. And I went on this kind of healing journey of over a year where I ended up finding out that, you know, and it's kind of like the chicken or the egg, what came first? I don't know, but it doesn't matter. It, I needed to slow down as I had really low iron. Um, and I had a lot of toxic heavy metals in my system as well. Um, so I had to do a lot of detoxing from that. And it was just really this, like the universe was slowing me the frick down. And you hear this happen with a lot of people, um, you know, that, that push, 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 push so hard for so many years, they get physical illnesses and ailments and diseases and exhaustion. And the society that we've been breeded into is like, like we feel like we cannot slow down. We feel like people that slow down are lazy, right? We feel like, oh, well, you know, they just didn't work as hard as I did like, fuck that. It's not about just working hard. It's about working smart. It's about working dedicatedly. It's about putting the right amount of energy into something and realizing when, you know, maybe just putting in an extra two hours isn't going to actually give you as much at the end of the day. If you actually just put in an hour of like powerful work and focused work. It's not about just hard work and working ourselves till we grind. It's about taking care of ourselves. It's about taking care of our body. It's about taking care of our mind and our spirit and our mental state as well. We need to take care of that. Because at the end of the day, if you achieve this goal or dream or a company or amount of money, but you don't have your health and your well-being, then what's the point? It's not worth it. And I was very close to, you know, I feel like I was really close to losing that. And that's one of my symbols. And I talk about symbols of synchronicity um, in my my Clarity Code program when we're talking about our our purpose and, and stepping into our soul mission. And I think it's so, this happened for me. So now in what I'm doing and what I'm sharing and what I'm preaching, I can do it differently. It doesn't have to be a hustle to you grind and work yourself to the bone and break down your body to be successful. 
Instead, in this new way, we're going to focus on balance. We're going to focus on caring for ourselves. We're going to focus on taking care of our nervous system and our mental health. You know, like so many people are having mental health struggles these days. And this is a whole nother podcast in and of itself. But like, what if instead of all these people that were busy and stressed the fuck out and uh, instead of just giving everyone pills and I, I, you know, you know, that that is the answer for some people if, if you need it. And this is no judgment. But I think what also needs to be shared with people as well is like, what if you actually just slow down, take a little bit off your calendar if you can. Just drink a little bit water, more water, sleep a little bit longer, go out in nature, put your feet in the ground, do some meditation. What if that was also kind of this antidote to help people with their mental health, to slow down and to take care of themselves? That would be freaking amazing. And I want to see a world where that becomes normal. Instead of being like, you know, what did you do this weekend? It was like, well, what self-care did you do this weekend? How are you taking care of yourself this month? What have you done for your soul today? That is powerful. And it's always this recalibration, right? Because I had a lot on last week and I did like a lot of work, which I'm proud of and I love. It's this thing that I I get now in my brain of of practicing this for a while. It's just like, okay, cool, Danielle, you got to slow down now got to just take a few days at a little bit of a slower pace so that when I go back into my work and I have my calls and I talk to my clients, I have the energy to give to them because we're so ingrained in this culture as well of putting in long hours instead of high quality amount of time, no matter what the measurement of that time is. And this comes back to the whole concept of what we believe time is. Like time is that time is linear, but time really is not linear. It is all existing in the now and the present moment and the past, the present and the future are all existing and right now in this moment. But we're so conditioned to believe that time is this, you know, this, this, this linear thing that we have no control over. And, and, you know, it's all about putting in a lot of hours, but instead of just putting in long hours, what if you put in some really good quality amount of time and effort? And however long or short that takes you, amazing. And then also at the end of the day, making care, making, making sure you're taking care of yourself and your soul. So the reason why I'm sharing this is I hope that you guys can feel how I'm so incredibly passionate about this, incredibly passionate about everyone taking care of themselves in the leap towards their dreams and their goals. And I'm not saying it's not, you don't have to work. You do. You need to put in work. Of course, and, and like as an athlete, you know, like as a synchronized swimmer, I couldn't have trained 30 minutes a day, you know, like maybe like some sports and gotten the same place. But if you are, if you do have to put in lots of the hours, are you balancing that out with taking care of yourself? You know, or if you're someone just that just thinks you have to put in lots of hours, are you putting in good quality time? Because maybe the work that you could get done, the work that you're just sitting there for eight hours, you could actually get done in four, but you're just stretching yourself out to make you feel like a martyr that you just showed up for eight or 16 or 20 hours that day. And I even love as well that there's some shifts in workplaces around the world where it's not about just showing up for eight hours it's out about just you know achieving your kpis 
and doing what you need to do. And obviously like showing up for meetings and stuff like this, but allowing people to have more balance, allowing people to have more flow in their life. And it's not just about the amount of hours that you show up, but it's about the energy that you put into it because that's powerful. That's magnetic. And I really want you to think about that. Instead of just sitting down for long freaking hours to get something done and say that you sat there for 20 hours a day, how can you focus on the energy that you're putting into what you're doing? That's going to make you more magnetic. That's going to make you manifest more. That's going to help you get to your dreams and your goals in a more abundant, powerful way, I truly believe. So part of my mission on this, this dedication to this vision of mine of more people stepping into their self-worth and their soul mission is doing that in a balanced way. Making sure that we're taking care of yourself. If you've ever worked with me or been in my program, I am always telling people to take care of themselves, drink water, rest, you still need to get stuff done and you still need to like sometimes have deadlines, of course. But also knowing the importance of that because so many people in this society and in this world are exhausted. They are tired. They are stressed out. They feel like they're not doing enough when we're doing so much more than people did a thousand, like even a hundred years ago. And actually taking care of ourselves and, and managing our energy and monitoring our, our life and so, like... Doing things for our soul, that is going to massively help us in this life. So much more to step into all of those things. So my call for you to do beyond listening to this episode, and if you loved it, please, please, please share it. I love to hear your feedback. And of course, if you are loving this podcast so far as well, to write a review below, that means the world. Um, if, if you guys are on Apple Podcasts, but coming from this perspective of what are you doing this week to take care of yourself? What are you doing? Maybe maybe doing a meditation. Maybe going for a sauna. Maybe just going for a walk in the woods. Maybe going to yoga class. Maybe taking a Saturday night in and just watching some Netflix and doing a face mask and eating popcorn, like whatever it is. Doing something that when you leave that sense of self-care, you actually feel rejuvenated. Because sometimes, you know, and I talk about this in another podcast as well, sometimes those things that you're doing might, it's the energy that you put in, not just what you're doing, right? So like, you know, maybe, you know, you watching Netflix is depleting you. Or some days maybe watching Netflix is uplifting you, whatever it may be, but it's about the energy that you're putting in. So do something this week for you to take care of yourself. And be aware how you are over martyring yourself for the hard work that you're doing. And instead of focusing on the hours or the amount of like hardness you're putting into the work, focus on the dedication and the energy that you're showing up. Because I bet you, the more that you focus on that, the more magnetic you're going to be. So my beautiful souls, thank you for listening. This is my reminder to you. Go rest. Go enjoy your life. Go have a nap. Go have a sleep. Go drink some water. And it's not about just hard freaking work. We need to stop glorifying that hustle. It's about dedicated work. It's about taking care of ourselves. It's about enjoying our freaking life. Thank you for listening. Have a beautiful day. Welcome to the other side, beautiful souls. I so deeply appreciate you spending this time with me. 
My intention with this podcast is to uplift, love on, and inspire you and align my actions with this intention. But as with everything in the world of personal and spiritual development, take what feels good for you and leave the rest. As a white, able-bodied, cisgender woman, the perspectives I share here are inherently affected by my privileges. I'm actively invested in learning how to elevate and support lived experiences beyond my own, and I'm always open to and grateful for your feedback. I am listening. No matter who you are, where you're from, or where you're going, I see you, I love you, and you matter. So thank you for listening, beautiful souls, and I'll see you next time.